Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it's our number two. We're only on TV two hours today on the big one, FS1. Then we go to radio and just the whole thing comes unglued. So fasten up for hour three. Yesterday, uh, it was a mess. It's the herd. Thanks for joining us. Blah, blah, blah. Danny Green's going to come on and join us. He looks fantastic. Free agent. Got a couple of teams interested in. J-Mac. Okay. You know, he's a former neighbor of mine out in the South Bay. We would see him walking his dog in front of my kid's school. Be like, is, that, is that an NBA player? He's taller than a lot of the dads. As you yeah, well, he's better than a lot of the dads. A better shooter, yeah. We could use him on our men's league team. <laughs> coming <laughs> off the bench, of course. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Danny Green coming off the bench for your men's league team. Uh, okay, so... Um, I do this over the course of a year. I make my predictions. So I've, I've done the... Um, you know, I do pre-draft, post-draft. So we are post-coaching hiring. We are post-draft. We are post-free agency. And now we are pre-camp. So players are going to get hurt. Unfortunately, players will get hurt. So I was saying this morning, you're starting to get some news. I'm getting feelings about this team or that. I had a really long call the other day with a NFL source that sold me heavy on Miami, uh, somebody I trust. So I'm going to make my predictions. I've got one woe, one woe, that's it. I've got only four new playoff teams. Now, I've got to get to six or seven because that's the NFL history. There are six to seven new playoff teams every year. I'm only at four. So let's do a light, like a soothing music, light, soothing music. So I'll start in the AFC East. Here is my woe. Miami wins it. Buffalo Jets Patriots. A, this whole Stephon Diggs cancel minicamp thing is a bigger story than people are letting on. That is weird. Secondly, Vic Fangio's defense 
The people I trust in the league say he is the best acquisition Miami made, not Jalen Ramsey. He said, watch that defense. It's getting copied all over the league. Also, I get an offensive coach, Mike McDaniel, against the defensive coach, and I watched McDaniel outcoach him three times last year, and I think Miami's better, and I'm not sure Buffalo is. So I think Miami wins the division. Buffalo's a playoff team. Jets are good. They will vie to the end for a playoff team. They'll be 9-10 win team. But right now, this morning, don't have them in. Patriots 4. AFC North. I think this is no... I, I think the Ravens are great, but I don't think they have Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow. Also, Baltimore worries me a little, so I have Cincinnati, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. I don't buy Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. The market loves them. I don't. Schedule's pretty easy. Don't love them. Baltimore concerns me because most of their top offensive players, except Mark Andrews, the tight end, have an injury history. So I'll go Cincinnati, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. AFC South, I think we both love the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars could be the number one seed. Fairly easy schedule. Trevor Lawrence better now with Calvin Ridley. Uh, Titans, Texans, I think tie at about eight or nine wins. I think Houston will be one of the more improved teams in the league. Um, And then I think the Colts bring up the rear. AFC West, I think it's Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Vegas. I think Vegas ends up being pretty bad. I think Denver's significantly better. Battles to the last weekend for the Chargers in the playoff spot. I'm going to go with Kansas City, who played nine rookies last year. They're only going to get better. Kansas City will finish as the number two seed in the AFC to Jacksonville, but Kansas City wins the division. Okay, let's go to the NFC. Uh, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. I feel very strongly about that. Uh, I think the Eagles have far and away the best um, offensive coach, O-line, D-line, excellent momentum. They're one. Dallas has better personnel than the Giants or Commanders. They also have a legitimate quarterback. Dallas, two Giants, Commanders. Uh, NFC North. uh, I'm going to go Detroit, Minnesota, our playoff teams. I think losing Dalvin Cook is something for Minnesota, and I don't think they'll win all those one-score games. Last year, I believe they were 11-0 in those. I'm buying Detroit, but I'm buying Detroit to win 10 games, not like 13. People are going crazy on them. It's still Detroit, uh, but they become a playoff team. Packers slide back to about a 7-win team. Bears, 6-7, whatevs. Uh, NFC South, this is the hardest one because I don't love anybody. I do think the Panthers and Saints could both make the playoffs, because Atlanta and Tampa aren't very good. If you go look at the Saints' schedule, Derek Carr is better than about 15 of those games. He's the best quarterback. I don't trust their coach. I really trust the defense and the coaching staff with Carolina, and I think Bryce Young is more than capable of being inserted in and winning the division. Carolina Saints, uh, Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints battle to the last couple of weekends for the division title. NFC West, San Francisco the best, Arizona the worst. That's easy. I think the Rams and the Seahawks, like the Titans and Texans, will be tied at the end of the year, both winning about nine games. I don't think Geno Smith will double down on that year. Most of their stars are still very young. Schedule may be a tad tougher. Rams still have Stafford. They have Sean McVay. They have Cooper Cup. They have Aaron Donald. Don't tell me they're going to stay down long. It's a coach, quarterback, weapon league. J-Mac, I know you bristled at Miami. You had to open with that, right? But what it, that, just, it, it shook me so hard, I couldn't really focus on the rest of them. 
The Miami Dolphins are winning the division. You're sure about that? Anybody have the heat in the finals? I think or we the need Panthers to up it in the from, finals. I think we need to up it from a steak dinner to like I don't know a weekend in Vegas or something. That Miami is not under any circumstances winning that division. Offensive coach against defensive coach. Momentum against losing momentum. Whoop de damn do. By the way, the the problem I have, I don't have any new AFC playoff teams. My opinion is though. So these are my playoff teams in different order. I believe as the league has become more quarterback centric, it's going to become easier to pick the AFC, which is a quarterback dominant conference in the NFC. I've got four new playoff teams, Detroit, Carolina, new Orleans, and the Rams. I think it is a harder conference to pick. There's fewer great quarterbacks. The margins are smaller. But if you give me Trevor Lawrence and his division, Burrow, Mahomes, Herbert, if you get a reasonable coaching staff, I think you'll win the division. I think the NFC is going to have four new teams. I have to, at some point, pick at least one new team. Could be the Jets, I would say, or Pittsburgh. This morning, those are the two I look at. Denver? Certainly. uh, Yeah, Denver, the Jets, Who's the yeah Denver the Jets and who's the other Steelers. one Steelers Steelers are all potential playoff team I can be talked into it outstanding all right here he is three time champ fourteen years in the league current free agent still wants to play Danny Green joining us in studio we haven't had Danny in studio either ever or in a long time just got bought out by it was a it was Cavs Rockets now he's a current free agent you want to play about two more years. Yeah, at least a couple. I think I have a couple more years left. Definitely to, to hoop. The, leg, the knees are good. The, the, the legs are fine. Congratulations. Thank you. have you. your first child? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Close. Close. Okay. We're, we're close. It's a great time in your life. Take advantage of it. Yes. Uh, we haven't announced it yet, but I guess we announced it oh, here I on the herd. Oh, I didn't know that. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I thought you told me. It's all good. It's all good. No worries. Look at me. Uh, uh, hey, what, what a better place than here, you know? What a faux pas by me. It's all I'm good. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's start yeah. with this. Yeah. I hear this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jokic is boring. Oh, Jokic, it, <laughs> it didn't have it this much. And I look at him and I think, I see a little Duncan. I see a Larry Bird. I didn't think Bird was boring. How do players view this nonverbal second rounder, doesn't jump? How do you view him? I mean, he's special. I think we've, we respect him. Uh, all NBA players, most NBA players respect each other. We know how good of a talent it, or how hard it is to make it, especially being a top player, an all-star, an MVP caliber player. So we know how good he, he is, how special he is. Um, I think a lot of people would love to play with him. Um, I think a lot of people love to compete against him. You're a shooter. Wouldn't you yeah. love to play with him? For sure. I mean, I've seen what some of the guys over there have done. KCP uh, had a hell of a series, uh, you know, MPJ. Uh, they have some good pieces over there. Um, but yeah, I, I think n- nobody in the league underestimates him like the outside eye or the untrained eye does. What's interesting, you said something, and this is, I think, really important. Shooters, it's easier to find a shooter than it is somebody physically that's built like Aaron Gordon. Like mm-hmm. that body doesn't exist much, right? But there's a lot of guys like you, KCP, shooters. Mm-hmm. Not a ton, but it, it's easier to find because as unique as you are, there are 6'4", six, 6'5", six, guys that can shoot. For sure. And I saw LeBron do this. Ray Allen's like, I want to play with him. Shane Battier's like, I want to play with him. Mike Miller's like, I want to play with him. Let me ask you, 
LeBron James Lakers could use a shooter. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee, in my opinion, could use a shooter. Are there teams you look at? I definitely. And and in today's game, things change so much in 24 hours. One day Brooklyn could be a contender, and then the next day they're not. So the draft is going to predict, or uh, it's going to end. Not just the draft, but free agency. A lot of things, a lot of movement is going to ha- happen to show what teams are going to be where. So. You know, obviously, Houston, San Antonio will be in the draft. They could change their whole organization around with the number one pick. Um, so you, you don't know what organization or what team is going to be in the conversation of being a contender. So I definitely want to be in a contention type of situation and a winning situation and, and be, you know, that vet, that locker room guy, but also be able to play and be have an impact. So, um, But you never know what that's going to be. So each summer is different. Each team is different. You, you never know who's going to be contender, who's not. And I think the draft will kind of uh, predicate what's, what's going to happen with certain teams. So if you look at your career, uh, you went to Carolina. Yeah. Very stable basketball program you've had a lot of stability even though you've moved around you've been with some really strong three-time champ stable organizations and um you came in in a slightly different era we had one and done stuff but Mm -hmm. now it's like the way to get into the league Mm -hmm. and you see john morant go sideways you see zion go sideways and i I look at it and i say i could blame the player exclusively Mm -hmm. but i don't think john morant's had much of a uh, help I think shoe companies want to make what they make. I think dad's to blame a little. I think the organization, the NBA. As the league has gotten younger in your decade and a half in the league, um, have you noticed this, that we're just simply asking 19-year-olds that couldn't have a beer in the hotel bar, do you think sometimes the league is getting too young and asking too much of young players? Uh, I don't think so. Because when I was coming out, if you you recall – we were able to come out of high school. I was the last draft class to come out of high school. So I think there was still some young guys, obviously hard to compare to right. the Kevin Garnett's, the Kobe Bryant's, um, those guys that are special, special talents, but also took the game serious. Um, but I think there maybe is a more abundance of the younger because there was only maybe a handful of selected guys that were young. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Ja has, he's done a couple years of college. He's 23, 24 years old. Zion as well. Like they're, they're old enough to, to know have better. been through it. Um, so I, I, I put a little bit of blame on the, on the people around them, but at some point, you know, I, I have to look at, at them, at the person that they have to look at themselves in the mirror and say, you know, this is on me. Um, so, yeah, I gave a little bit of blame to the, the people around them, their surrounding groups, their foundations. Uh, but for me, if you're over, you know, 22, 22 years old, I feel like you've been through, I wouldn't say enough, but in some media training, you know, Zion's been a top prospect in, since high school. Um, so I'm sure he's had some, he went to Duke, he's had some media training. I'm sure he had some people talk to him around him and give him advice. I'm sure Ja as well. I've been in that locker room, so I know people have talked to him. Um, it's really upon them to to take it and, and, you know, to actually learn from it and, and try to be better. What, um, and, and I didn't prepare you for this, 15 years in the league. Mm-hmm. What is, as you're an aging player now, you obviously want to pick the right spot. I, yes. I would just say this. I think Milwaukee works for you. I think the Lakers work for you. Uh, they need shooters. I, I think you're 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 too smart and too much of a veteran to go to a circus. So I think Oklahoma City is an interesting fit for you. They could use. I know. I, I don't disagree with any of those picks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't disagree with any of those picks. Um, give me your favorite part of the league that I wouldn't know, that I wouldn't think of. That okay. you, one of the things you just love about being an NBA guy. Let's start with that. Okay. I think as you get older, you start to realize 
you don't you don't take it for granted as much just the locker room space the camaraderie of being with a group of guys um and sharing just the plane rides you know the bus rides um those are probably the special times that i hear about that most guys miss when they leave the league right um you know some guys gamble some guys listen to music but just being around because when you're done playing you don't have that anymore you don't have a locker room you don't have a group you travel with or see every day uh you know crack jokes with so I think the one thing that I do love about the league is that we get to travel for work. We get to play nice. in front of thousands of fans. Nice hotels. To get paid. <laughs> and we get to be with a group that we call our family. And that's something that I cherish more as I've gotten older. Have you had a favorite teammate? Somebody that made you laugh? Somebody that Man, was... I can't pick just one person. There's a lot of people. A lot of people that are on each team. Um, but I can give you one that came to mind when you said that. Yeah. Uh, OG Ananobi. He, in Toronto, yeah. OG was one of my guys. I've had a couple of people. In San Antonio, Rudy Gay was one of my guys. I had a couple guys in San Antonio. You know, Patty, Kawhi, obviously the uh, older group of guys. Um, in LA, Bron was one of those guys. I used to sit with Bron, even though they had their plane, they switch up plane seats sometimes. But there's different guys on different teams that I, I grew a liking to. Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, George Niang. You know, he was one of the funniest guys I've been around. Him and Jared Dudley, I say, kind of go hand in hand of being yeah. some of the funniest teammates I've ever been around. Um, what's the thing about the NBA that I wouldn't think about that you don't love about it? Maybe a cultural change. Maybe The business. Um, it makes it kind of impersonal. Um, when one day you could be with somebody you call a brother, the next day he's gone. Um, it's the tough part about the business. You know, I had a great four or five months in Memphis, and I grew – really close to a lot of the staff and some of the team, the team, my, my teammates, the players there. And then, you know, I, w I was traded within 24 hours and that's part of the business. And Ugh. you go from in season trade is a lot different from off season trade. You have to pick up a lot of everything and move uh, in the middle of your season and then kind of say goodbye to one family and welcome on a new family and be a part of, you know, a, a different brotherhood, you know, a different fraternity within the organization, within the league. Yeah. So Victor Wembanyama next Thursday NBA draft will be picked number one by San Antonio. I'd assume so. He's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be a fantastic player. I think he'll score very early. I think guys will challenge him. We were talking about this, though, that I think stars are overrated. Milwaukee won a title, <laughs> and Giannis was their only true star. Um, Dallas won a title with Dirk. Jason Kidd was 37, no longer an all-star. I think impactful players are different. Aaron Gordon, is he a star? He's wildly impactful. Literally just leans on you. I mean, genetically, physically, shoulders, butt, leg. Jimmy Butler was exhausted by the end of the series. Um, Drew Holiday has been impactful the first minute he entered the league. I don't know if he's a star, but he is, a, he is riding you. He is a night's work if he's guarding you. For sure. So when, when you look at the NBA, we went back a couple days ago and looked at the last 10 years, and we're like, there's about four impactful now I, impactful players. Forget stars. Mm -hmm. Andrew Wiggins was a star in Minnesota. He wasn't impactful. He's impactful for the Warriors. Mm -hmm. Marcus Smart averages 11 a game. Impactful. Very impactful. Draymond Green, seven. Impactful. And I look at impactful as a winning player, a defined role, and somebody in the postseason that can get me a stop or a bucket. When you see young players come into the league, mm -hmm. can you spot very early a Draymond or a Marcus Smart or an Aaron Gordon? Can you spot them and go, okay, I don't know if they're a star, but that dude, you, is, you want that dude in the room. 100%. There's definitely, uh, I wouldn't say a bunch, but there's a couple of guys I knew that were going to, Tyrese Maxey was one of them. 
I Why? just knew Why? how he carried himself and his energy, the positivity he had. Desmond Bain, another one. Yes. Um, you saw it these early. Are guys, these are guys that I'm like, I'm a fan of their game. I watch how they hoop. I watch how they approach the game. Prep. All the above. Um, how much film they watch. But most of it said it's just their energy. Um, how they positively step into the, the arena, the facility, uh, how they approach things. You know, Tyrese is one of those guys. He just was smiling all the time. And, you know, run up, obviously, athletic. We like run him up and down. a lot. He's, he's an ascending great. star. He's got a new podcast now, too, so shout Does out he? to him. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think he's doing the podcast thing. But, you know, I just said love some certain guys' energy, and you just knew and how they carried themselves, what they could bring to the table, and, and how they handled situations with the coaches, how they handled situations in the game, how they learned and bounced back from failing, failing situations. Um, they might have a you know, missed basket one night or a missed assignment the next night, and they fixed that quickly. When you see a guy be able to adapt and adjust that quickly, um, you know you, you can see they got something special in them. And even certain guys, like at the beginning of the year when I was in Memphis, David Roddy was a guy that I was like, you know, he's he's not ready. But after his first month, he became a totally different player, got more comfortable, and and next you know he's in the, in the rotation for them in the playoffs, and he he could be, I think, one of those impactful guys for Memphis in the years to come. So we were talking about this. J-Mac said earlier, he said, you know, Dame has been the man in Portland for years. Could he go to Miami where it's Jimmy Butler's team, Pat Riley's the architect, Bam's the defensive stopper, and you're not the man? And it's easy to say, well, you know, those NBA players with egos – but the truth is, if you're a host for years, you may not want to be a co-host. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, you know, it's it's Carmelo saw himself as a star. He didn't even like Jeremy Lin going off. I mean, Tom Brady, by the way, wanted Jimmy Garoppolo out the door. I get it. I understand the reason you guys are great is your self-confidence. You tell me if if Dame went to Miami, now it's it's Jimmy's team. How does that? How do you think it would work? Uh, it's a tough adjustment when it's thrown on you. You know, when you're tra- like Melo was traded into a situation where he was like all right, we want you to come off the bench. It wasn't like he decided to go to that situation. Right. It was like, all right, I'm okay with being 1B or, you know, being 2 in the situation. Um, I think, Dame, if he decides to be traded or wants to go somewhere, I think mentally he's, already made, he's right. already made that adjustment to yeah. be like, oh, I'm okay. And the fact that he's done it for so long, so many years, um, and I'm saying it hasn't been successful, but he hasn't won anything, but he's getting older. I think as you get older, you're okay with taking not a backseat, but passenger seat, you know, so – I think if he has that, that mentality and that approach and he's able to make that decision himself, he'll definitely feel comfortable with being a 1B um, in another organization like Miami. There was an interesting moment earlier this year where Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, preseason, punch thrown, mm-hmm. and it was like, whoa, and they became a very bad road team. Mm-hmm. So I had theorized they're good at home, but on the road, the chemistry's not right. So, sure. so, I mean, they were like Houston bad. Like they were like, and so let me, let me, let me ask you that is that all you guys are at some level alphas. Some, Kobe was a super alpha. For sure. But everybody's got a little alpha. 100%. Um, if somebody decked you, somebody mm-hmm. decked me, I don't think I could ever, I could never forget it. Can, no. can Draymond and Poole, are you best to disconnect it? Does it could, how do you think that plays over time? Um, I don't think you ever forget it, but I think there, I don't know if it had happened at any point, but you have to let them fight it out at one time and let them have a, whatever fair fight, whatever you want to put it, um, and let them get over it. Because you can fight one day and be friends the next day. I've seen that maybe in the old school. I don't know about the new school generation. You have seen that, though. I've seen it happen. And then sometimes people gain a new respect for themselves, for, for each other. So um, either that needs to happen or they need to have a conversation that needs to be happened. But I don't think that was 
the main or sole reason they were a bad road team. I think they had gone through some changes. They, you know, they lost Otto Porter. They lost uh, they Blitzel. Got old. They, they changed the different road, different guys. They weren't as deep. Wiggins was out for some time during the year. Yeah. Um, so that, that changes a lot in your dynamics of a whole team. Um, Clay has come back stronger. You know, he's himself again, so he's going to be a little more aggressive. Um, you know, Draymond had some time, I think, where he was out as well. Um, so, you know, you have guys in and out of lineup in a different roster from last year. It, it's it's tough to, even you, you being the world champions, it's not an easy feat to just, you know, come together, especially after something like that happens and be a great road team. Most underrated player, 14 years in the league, the guy that you're always like, man, I don't like, you know, years ago, mm-hmm. I asked um, Dominique Wilkins, I said, who didn't you like to play? And he said, <laughs> he goes, I loved playing Jordan. Could we mm-hmm. could trash talk. Mm-hmm. He said, Bernard King scared the hell out of me. He goes, <laughs> I couldn't stop him. It was 30 points. He goes, I mm-hmm. wouldn't sleep the night before I faced Bernard King. By the way, he's not the only NBA player that's told me that. Bernard King was, remember that baseline fall away? Yes. Bernard, and Bernard had injury issues, but Dominique's like, no thing. He goes, Jordan, we're both vertical. It was fun. Is there a guy in the league that guys like me don't talk about, media, and you're just like body type, different, hard? Yes, there's, d- there's different guys. Different years um, in their primes. Obviously, you look at you know the Kevin Durant's, the Kyrie Irvins, um, the Le- LeBron James, Steph Curry. Um, those are guys that are known. Um, the guys that I hate guarding, that I had to chase, the JJ Reddicks, <laughs> the Evan Fournier's. You know those guys that nobody speak was of. was a mover, and he's coming off 300 pound screens with, with Blake Griffin <laughs> and DeAndre Jordan. So you know he gives you a little push, a little shove. Clay is great at it too, giving you a little push, coming off some good screens. When it was Zaza there and, and Bogut, yeah. Um, so when you're chasing those smaller guys around these bigger screens, those those nights are a real pain. Um, Bradley Beal is another one, but obviously those are superstars that people talk about. But right. the guys that you don't talk about are like the JJ Reddicks and like the Evan Fournier's when he was in Orlando, um, just being a pain in the ass to guard. So. <laughs> J Max chomping at the bit on this stuff. There's a lot of good material to ask Danny Green about. I mean, you know how good of a dancer this guy is? I used to be. He used to be a great dancer, and him and LeBron would do this dance. Do you remember this? Did Joe Kim know I remember. I started in college, by the way. Yeah, he was a good dancer at UNC. Him and LeBron would dance before the game and then on the court, and Joe Kim Noah got so mad he started talking trash from the bench. <laughs> Nearly a fight it, it, broke It was out. disrespectful. I was a rookie. I was a little dumb. I was following <laughs> what the old guys made me do. Um, and afterwards, looking back, like we probably shouldn't have been dancing during a timeout or in the middle of the game. <laughs> it, it was a little disrespectful, so I understand what, where Joe Kim was coming from. Um, and I, I wouldn't say I got – I kind of got in a little bit of trouble with the front office during that time. Uh, not big trouble, but they're like, listen, young fellow, you can't really – you know, these guys are vets. You're a rookie. You can't do what they do. So that was one of my bringing to the office, talking to principal moments. What, um, without delving into too much of your private NBA life, what's LeBron like as a teammate? I mean, he literally can't go to a restaurant in America. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a, a gift and a curse being in that type of situation. I, I would, I don't want to be that famous. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a humble guy. He's a lot of fun. He's a big kid. So he, he's one of the best teammates I've had. Really? You know, him and Timmy are probably the best teammates that I've had. Timmy, Timmy Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, really? Yeah, so Timmy and Bron are probably the best teammates I've ever had. Securing and themselves? Yeah, you know, Kyle Lowry, you know, Manu. There's a couple guys that I favor for sure, but when it comes to superstardom and that's the most humble and they have the most fun or that can, you know, talk to you and be relatable is Bron and Timmy. How about that? That speaks well, the two biggest stars. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one time watching when the, when the Spurs were in their prime. And I saw, I was in Portland. I was a local sports reporter. Mm-hmm. And I was in, um, the, the food area was by where the, tr- where the bus pulled in. 
And the Spurs were so funny because you become your star. Like Michael Jordan dressed beautifully. So the, <laughs> the Bulls could often be really high You could end. see the whole team look like him. <laughs> so Duncan is wearing old jeans and a T-shirt. And I mean, they pulled that bus in and it looked like... The whole team. Could have been plumbers, tall plumbers. <laughs> they get off the bus. Construction group. <laughs> that's what they look like. And they're all like... And I'm like... They're all like in old sneakers. They walked in and won by 28 left town. And Popovich, Team sweats. And it was funny because Popovich is a big, was at that time, big personality, big, mm -hmm. strong. And, I mean, that team just walked into, like the Patriots in the hoodie. They just walked into Portland, bus stopped. In, they, they showed up almost right. It felt like it was almost just game time. In, out, boom, one by 28 left. And I'm, I mean, they blew out Portland. And that, that culture there. Saved a lot of money in that culture, for sure. <laughs> You don't have to keep up with anybody. You have to look fashionable. So you, I was, I'm right on this. That's yes, 100% right. So Timmy was the standard, which was comfortable. And guys were like, there wasn't, you know, there was a time where in Carolina, we had to wear suits to the game. Why? Um, that's just was the standard. That's what Coach Williams uh, expected of you. A you know, we, suit. Wore, we wore a suit, suit and tie to the games. Oh, my God. And, um, you know, coaches used to have to wear suits at all games. Now it's a little different, a little more comfortable. And certain teams, you have to wear team sweats or a certain uniform back then now it's changed a ton and you know guys can wear whatever they want be comfortable and san antonio was always you know we follow the lead guy and he's he's the he's in sandals and shorts maybe <laughs> jean shorts it's like, right, he's com comfortable we don't we don't have any uniform have to wear team sweats or anything like that so be comfortable you have a podcast i do inside the green room with Harrison Sanford, my co-host. Big shout out to him. It's great seeing you. You're Thanks, always same. welcome on this show. Thank you. I, I will say right now, this is my opinion. Milwaukee feels like a good fit. Oklahoma City feels like a good fit. And the Lakers feel like a good fit. Am I wrong on that? I don't disagree. I think there, I think there's a couple other good foots out there, too. Do you want to mention but one? But I do like those those groups. You can mention another one. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I have a lot of relationships with past coaches. You know, Frank Vogel. Congratulations to him. Well, the Suns could certainly use a guy off the. Mm. Um, there's a you know you know said Adrian Griffin just got the Milwaukee job, Milwaukee job so I had him in Toronto. Um, but there's uh, some there's definitely some good some upcoming teams that you know, are good. Sacramento's coming out and doing well. That, they, what they if, what if Popovich year. called him and said, "We need a veteran to show Wembenyama." I'd always take Pop's call, <laughs> even even when it's not about basketball. But you know. They need some better. They need some veterans. Yeah. They do. Um, they they. It's it's interesting how quickly they can they turn it around or can be, turn it around. Yeah. So. Good seeing you, buddy. Same. Thank Danny you so much. Green, fifteen year vet, full of smart stuff. Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich. Here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Good things come to those who wait. The 2023 Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. Take a little time, couple of minutes, set up a test drive at your local Mercedes dealer. Eight new models, mbusa.com. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Start with some comedy, shall we? Jordan Love preparing for his first season as the Packers starting QB. Pressure is on him, but he's got the backing of the team's top cornerback, Jair Alexander. Oh, how do you feel like your leadership has grown? QB1, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Best Come QB on. in the league right What's now. What's up, John Money? Now tell him stop trying me, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that, John. 7 and 10. Where so, you at? W- w- so why is Jair Alexander doing this? Is it, are they trying to pump him up? Because there's a lot of conflicting stuff. Bakhtiari, this feels like a rebuild. Coach, uh, let's temper expectations. Well, I do think the young guys are embracing him because there was always a feel. Yeah. I don't think I think Aaron's ability to embrace young guys is partly because he knows he's viewed as a guy that struggled with the young guys in Green Bay. So he's trying to sort of correct a perceived flaw in Green Bay that he was kind of Baltieri's guy, Randall Cobb's guy, older guy, didn't connect with young guys. So Aaron's made a point with the Jets. I'm going to connect with these young guys. I think Aaron's smart enough to see that. And I also think Jordan Love will relate more to Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and younger players. He's a kid. He, they listen to the same music. That was Brady talked about that. Like when you when you get 23-year-olds and you're 38, 39, oh, like music, tech, you're just different people. Yeah, I, I did like that interaction. That looked like they were friendly and Jair Alexander's rooting for him. I don't remember Jair Alexander putting his arms around Aaron Rodgers ever, you know. And Alexander, very top, you know, top tier quarterback. I don't know. I, I'm rooting for Jordan. If it makes sense, I'm rooting for him, but I don't think he's going to do well. Can yeah, I, seven and ten okay? it feels like today. 
You had the Bears at the basement of that division. I think it'll be Packers. Hmm. Next up, NFL has made it clear that the value of the running back position, not what it once was. And the young star running backs in this league are getting upset. Najee Harris of the Steelers is the latest to talk out. Here's what he said at minicamp. To see people like that get released, like, you know, it's especially my position, it's like, damn, what, what did they do? Is it because of their age or anything? Like, Dalvin Cook coming off of multiple thousand-yard seasons. Like, what? I don't know. Is it money from the team? They got to pay somebody? I don't know. But, you know, it's eye-opening for sure. Obviously, it's a rough position. You know, what, we're, what we go through is probably one of the roughest positions. Um, so, you know, I'm just advocating. Well, ask yourself this. NBA centers, back-to-the-basket centers, used to run the league. And then Dwight Howard comes in, and about halfway through his career, the position died. Um, you start looking at starting pitching. We used to ask our guys to throw complete games, eight innings. Then bullpens became more relevant. Uh, power hitters are now in vogue, right? It's strikeouts or home runs. This is nothing that hasn't happened in every sport. Running backs, that's the last position that defensive players can hit anywhere, anytime, is the running back, and their careers are shorter. That is not to say that Derrick Henry can't get a second contract. There are going to be unique players. Adrian Peterson played forever. If you are seen as incredibly forceful, powerful, and durable. But what you see is, like, Zeke lost his fastball. Like, year four, you're like, he doesn't have a burst. If Zeke would have remained as quick and the ability to break the run, they would have maintained him. So the key is in this, some of it is, do you have the body to withstand, you know, a lot like Derrick Henry, that body can withstand it. Adrian Peterson, that body could withstand it. I thought Zeke, he never had it. I thought Zeke would last longer. He got slow quick. He, he did, but I, we also have to factor in the quarterback salary. Look at the three running backs on the market. Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins making a lot of money. If you got to cut from somewhere, I mean, they have no defense to speak of. Offensive line's very good. you got to pay your receivers soon. You, you cut a running back. Look at Dallas, right? Dak got his money. Where do we cut from? We're not cutting a receiver. we got a great defense. Let's cut the running back. And then Kareem Hunt in uh, Cleveland. Like, we have Nick Chubb. We paid Deshaun Watson. Like, if you're paying your quarterback a lot, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, like chances are the running back is just not going to get his money. I, I, I don't know why Najee Harris is so upset though. Like this is just the reality and the I economics think the of the Seahawks league. did, and I think the Niners did something very smart. They had Elijah Mitchell. They doubled down on running back, so they did pay a running back. Seattle had the running back from Michigan State, Walker. They go out and get the UCLA kid. Seattle's saying we don't have a superstar quarterback. There you go. But we're going to get two A running backs. Yep. Neither one gets twenty carries. We can each give, each guy gets 11 to 12. That, to me, is the way to work in the NFL. Have two really high-end B-plus backs. For a while, the Browns had Nick Chubb and Kareem. Yep. When you become very few bodies, again, Derrick Henry's unique, Adrian Peterson. Very few bodies can withstand 23 carries for 12 years. That's a a once, twice a decade guy. Let's remember, the Jets with Brees Hall were a different team than after he was injured. They weren't just not as good. Running backs can matter, but you can't pay them a ton because of where you got to allocate money elsewhere on the roster. Uh, Final story, Colin. The NBA where Carl Anthony Towns. Boy, something's going on with this guy. Maybe he's hearing the trade chatter. Um, Listen, he's a great big man. We agree. But he's not quite Jokic, Embiid. No, no. But Towns has set the internet off after he went on a (laughs) podcast of of Patrick Beverly and made some, let's say, interesting comments regarding how 
he feels fans will view his career when he retires. I feel like when my time's up and my and I retire and I put the shoes up, I feel like there's going to be people who are going to say, you know, that I changed the game. And I'm going to be very appreciative of that. Everything's up for stipulation. And you know what I like to say is that no matter when, think, when this is all over, that there's going to be kids coming up saying that they're going to be able to play a different way because I played an NBA and did it a different way. Okay, so he got crushed for that. Can I say this? I've seen him play live three times. He was great all three games. I've seen him in games. And, and I remember in two of the games, he got tired late. He was a dominant player for three quarters. He's not much of a playoff guy, and he's a little flaky at times. Yeah. But he can, don't kid me. Don't kid yourself. He's a really good player. He's a talented player. Is he an impact player? I think if the Warriors went and got him, he would be an impact player for the Warriors. They so would he's, have he's Wiggins. not a one, but he could be a two or three. Yeah, I mean, if you told me they have Steph Curry, Wiggins, Draymond, and Carl Anthony Towns, he's an impact player. Listen, he averaged 20 and 10 for five straight years. His rebounds are starting to fall off. He had the injuries this year. Um, is he a great six foot eleven three point shooter? I sure, think certainly. He, yeah. Tomorrow, if the Knicks have him, the Warriors have him. Those are that, he is an impact player. Can he the, guard you uh, in the post right now? You, Colin Coward. Can yes, he guard? He can guard sure? me because right. he can't guard a lot of NBA guys in the post. You well, don't play any defense. Well, That's Jokic, why they got Gobert. Jokic isn't a great defender. Jokic is also a great passer. Stop. You're fine if you have other defenders. Draymond can defend. Looney can defend. So you don't need Carl Anthony Towns to be. By the way, Bam and Jimmy Butler are great defenders. So you could bring in a Bradley Beal or a Dame. You wouldn't have. Who would you rather have tomorrow as your two? Carl Anthony Towns or Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis. No question. Not close. Why? He's a best defensive big arguably in the game. Not and close. he has every other game. He's very good offensively. See now, I know give me another one. You, you'll disagree, but Carl Anthony Towns would really fit with LeBron. The lane is clogged when AD and LeBron are in there. You get Carl Anthony Towns stretching the floor. That would be huge for LeBron. I don't think it's going to happen. Obviously, um, another one. Carl Anthony Towns. Um, uh, Sabonis from the Sacramento Kings. Carl Anthony Towns, a much better offensive player. Sabonis, the better rebounder and defender. Depends on the team and the makeup. Uh, Sabonis is rock solid. Carl's a little flaky. Uh, it, it would depend on the team. Evan, Mo- Evan Mobley, the young guy in Cleveland. Uh, Evan Mobley. Uh, yeah. Didn't yeah, even let Evan. me get the question out. No, Evan Mobley's going to be a star. Okay, and last one. Because we've talked about this trade a lot. Julius Randle or Carl Anthony Towns? Carl Anthony Towns, I think. And I like Julius Randle, but I think Carl's a more gifted offensive player. He gives me more length. Um, and I like Julius Randle, but I take Cap. Okay, a couple Kentucky guys, I think. Yeah, Kentucky guys. To wrap it. Uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Show sponsored by BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, therapy online, designed for your schedule. Check it out, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash herd. Save 10%. Sign up today. One more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. 
Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinn.com find. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hi, it's the Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet 5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code HERD, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. So we had, I, I made my predictions 50 minutes ago. Uh, my pre-NFL camp predictions, 
My only problem is you have to get to seven new playoff teams. Historically, there are seven new playoff teams every year, and I'm only at four. The Lions, the Panthers, the Rams, and the Saints. I I do think you've been trying to talk me into the Steelers, and so I can see where Baltimore – I went and looked this morning at Baltimore's best offensive players. Take out Mark Andrews. So just take him out. OBJ, health issues. Lamar, health issues. Ronnie Stanley, health issues. J.K. Dobbins, health issues. And Rashad Bateman can't stay healthy. And they also tend to play more starters in the preseason. They haven't lost a preseason game in years. That's right. So if Baltimore gets banged up, Pittsburgh is healthier with Kenny Pickett. I think they won seven of his last nine starts. I think I could find my fifth new team in Pittsburgh. Let's say you have to. You absolutely have to pull two of your seven to find two new playoff teams in the AFC. Who are you pulling? Baltimore because of injuries. Okay, Baltimore's out. Who's the other one? Miami. No, 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 no. Miami? No, 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 no. Buffalo. So there's my seven. I'm not getting rid of the top quarterbacks. Baltimore because they're they just are injury plagued, and Buffalo worries the heck out of me. If Stephon Diggs gets upset or gets hurt, who are they throwing to? Tight ends? Let me just throw something at you of the Chargers that was making the rounds on social media. The Chargers won 10 games last year. They beat Davis Mills, Marcus Mariota, Jacoby Brissett, Baker, Foles, Russell Wilson, Tannehill, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, and Tua. Chargers beat any good quarterbacks last year? Are they a little overvalued coming into this season? Or is Kellen Moore that much of a game changer for them at OC? Well, it's a good qu- that's a very good question. I'm glad one of us stays on the internet and checks that stuff out. (laughs) Hour three next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your 5-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.